0: Aloha Maui Nui. Hello, this is Josh Porter and Jason Verkhardt. How are you? And Brian Thomas. We are here today, folks, with the Solar Coaster's 130th show Panasonic from Solar Power International uh, North American Smart Energy Week uh, 2019 Salt Lake City. This is really kind of cool stuff here. We're in this series. We've gone through um, a handful of the kind of really exciting Solar Plus offerings. And uh, you know, we've talked about Enphase, we've talked about SolarEdge, we've talked about LG, we talked about SunPower. These are the, the heavyweights out there, really, you know, punching really high. They're doing amazing things. Panasonic is one of, uh, I think, one of the really important conversations because... Panasonic is a premium module manufacturer, the hit modules, we all know and love them and we've installed boatloads of them around Hawaii, and they're also one of the primary suppliers for battery cells for electric vehicles and for other uh, other uh, home energy systems. So, you know, a company that has the prowess in those two key areas under one real one roof uh they have the ability to do some pretty special things and we, we had a chance to meet up with uh this fella at, at, at in salt lake and it was a great conversation jay
1: yeah absolutely um and panasonic isn't an, i mean it's it's again one of those names everybody knows you have a Panasonic product probably somewhere in your home and they've they've been co-owners of this this large battery factory uh, w- with Tesla uh, to manufacture those batteries they're, they're, they're not an inexperienced electronics company and you know they're not really gonna go anywhere so the, the warranties are safe and and you're you're in good shape with that
0: the, cr- the cross pollination is kind of interesting right the Tesla relationship is interesting yep. let's not forget the Pika relationship uh, Brian just bike yep. the company that was recently acquired by general uh that you know uh, panasonic and pika have been working together to develop the the pika offering over the course of the last you know i don't know five or so years and um yep. of course you just brought up uh, prius right didn't you say
2: that? yeah yeah i mean um i'm familiar with the uh, prius module panasonic m- modules in the prius right so
0: and then they're durable batteries and the panasonic modules are are inside the teslas right isn't that the same module jay
1: um, they are not quite the same units, but um, they're manufactured in the same, on the, off, the same line. Right. The, the
2: Tesla does the 18650s, which are those 3.7 yeah. lithium-ion. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're small,
0: actually. So they're okay, so there's some, some di- variation in there, some diversity in there, but the I guess the bottom line is they've got a lot of chops in the chemistry world, in the battery chemistry world. They've got a lot of chops in the silicon world with PV, and they're gonna come out and they're gonna have this residential offering that was pretty exciting. And when you look at the specs of it, it's all available online, folks, by the way. We also have our YouTube video covering this show, so you can check that out as well. Um, but you know they have this kind of AC coupled, DC couple varietal, which we'll hear about, which is kind of neat. Uh, yeah, so very excited to be able to uh, bring another one of these, um, Amazing technological offerings to the show. So you guys ready to get going? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, folks. This is the Solar Coaster. We are a renewable energy themed talk show right here in lovely Maui County. Can be found Fridays at 105 PM on Koi, eleven ten AM. Also some FM stations, 967 FM Central Maui, 965 FM West Side, 987 FM up country
1: www.solar-coaster.com is where you can listen live if you are out of our broadcast area. Uh, we do streaming, etc. You can get your the, the aforementioned YouTube channel right off that main page. Uh, but the most important thing is if you scroll down a bit, you can uh, submit questions or comments or get on our mailing list to right to us at the Solar Coaster. Um, if you are out there trying to get solar for, for your home and you don't know who to turn to, uh, shoot us a note. We're not actually solar installer, none of us are solar installers anymore, but we seem to know everybody and <laughs> <laughs> can certainly give you some advice. Um, podcasts also carry the Solar Coaster, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, the list goes on. There's, we're generally on your podcast platform of choice. Just search out Solar Coaster, and uh, little, little orange and blue waveform logo and take us everywhere you go.
0: There you go. We've got some great sponsors. Uh, we have Sundrum, Solar Pantech Design, LG Chem, and soon uh, we've started a, well, recently we've started a, a local sponsorship section. Uh, Fairwinds Wealth Management is uh, right around the corner from getting this set up. Brian Thomas is here representing Fairwinds Wealth Management. Uh, and I think that's going to be a really interesting kind of uh, opportunity to uh, to to have people right here in our own community as part of the solar coaster. We're excited about this.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of yeah, new. to be. Well, <laughs> I mean... To reach an audience that that has solar and gets it is is uh, exciting. So. It's cool uh, stuff. Uh,
0: yeah, that we need to come on board on, for that. Yeah, and thanks for that, uh, Brian. And I think it's going to be really neat. You know, it's like uh, when uh, we get – every once in a while, I meet someone in town, and they go, hey, I heard that show or heard that show. I was telling you – I know Bruce Olsen, I see him at the bank once in a while. I was like, hey, Josh, I <laughs> like that show. It sounded pretty cool, that one about whatever, right? right? The fellows on the ferry, they brought it up, you know, and they are hey, I heard that show. We listened to it, and we're going across to Lanai. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, and then I think that it's, a, it's an interesting opportunity because there's a lot of um, – People that are trying, people, there's, the onus is on the individual to make the decision about what type of Solar Plus storage system you're gonna put in. And that is not a simple decision. Yeah, uh, And if someone can come knock on your door and say, hey, I know what it is, and this is the one, you should buy this one or that one or this one, but is that really the best choice? Uh, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> like all, all the gabbing we do and all the installing we've done and all the research we've done, it's not really obvious to me which one to, to, to select. There are different circumstances where you might lean in one direction or another, um, but we're trying to kind of dig into that and we're trying to give people uh, more, uh, uh, I'd say, um, uh, empower people with more information to be able to make healthier decisions about what type of solar plus storage system they're going to Yeah, there's, there's, buy. No,
1: there's absolutely no way it's a one size fits all situation. And I mm-hmm. see a lot of installers trying to do that. They'll make a, ba- a basic package. Right, you get six panels and this and that and that's you know, that's all <laughs> right, there is. Right. But that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit everybody's lifestyle. Not even close. <laughs> there's a there's
0: some there's some definite things to consider. It's like what what are your needs? Yeah,
2: and in the context uh, and that's why the show is valuable in the context of a rapidly evolving technological product front. Right. So, I mean, if if those variables were static, it would still be a hard choice. But the whole industry is changing fast. Yeah, and so and. And that's—I mean—that's why the show is need to come out on a weekly basis, talk about what's out there, highlight these, these
0: these leading companies yeah yeah you know and if you're if you're in a situation where you've got a lot of thermal needs then maybe sundrum is a a key piece of this puzzle if you're in a situation where you have a couple of different uh, houses on a property then maybe you're thinking about microgridding. if you have a you know situation where you really need to be careful of demand charges because you are doing some kind of a shop and that's hitting you right on like a larger schedule thing maybe you need to have a gen set to offset that to make sure that peak is not you know is taken care of and some combo of gen and battery so it's like it, it, it really is kind of what is your situation let's map this out let's make sure we understand the technical capabilities of this technology and go for it so yeah this local section here gives us an opportunity to, to help the community and we're really stoked about that so if you're interested in being a local sponsor of the solar coaster give us a shout 808 242 7800 is the call in line or you can just and you know, they'll get you in touch with us alright so ready for news and events folks
1: Right away, uh, a Rotors article that came to my attention is um, Chile's uh, large, these, these are the, re- the reflected, the CPS systems, this con- concentrated um, power, um, which is actually the, the big mirrors, you know, you see them in the desert. There's one central tower and a whole lot of mirrors, and they all focus the solar energy on the tower and it actually is not photovoltaic at all. It's they, they melt salt there into liquid yeah. salt system that then goes through and they turn traditional kind of generators with all that heat energy. So it's a thermal system. Um, this is a cautionary tale. However, uh, Chile had vowed to get 20% of its energy uh, from renewable sources by 2025. And they started this project out in the desert to build this large tower. The problem that they ran into was that the company um, ran into some financial trouble the one that was actually building it um, they had to sell off the the project the asset um, CSP by the way not CPS I apologize um, but then they Concentrated uh, yep. they couldn't they couldn't get it restarted and so it took a few years to find somebody else who was willing to take on the project they finally got it got it up and running at at this point it should be fully 100% running in 2020 but what they found is in the meantime that PV regular soap photovoltaic panels had gotten so cheap that mm. it really kind of just displaced this this large generator's um, place in the market. Mm. Comments, mm. gentlemen. <laughs> well, <laughs> CSP is kill. really
0: CSP is really interesting. And just as a as a fun little aside, when I was flying back, I don't know if you remember, but flying back from Salt yep. Lake uh, to Maui, I saw on the right hand side and put it up on Instagram a CSP uh, deployment and it's really yep. fascinating right you're looking at it and go whoa, that's huge from you know from 20,000 whatever you know feet and uh, right alongside of some PV2 so they're right in these huge huge multi multi megawatt tens of megawatts systems and uh, there's a variety of things. We had Doug McLeod in here talking about CSP before. and He showed us some video of bird flares. So birds <laughs> flying mm-hmm. through and then pff, and yep. you see a little poop of smoke. And and that's, I mean, I'm not trying to make light of that, but it's a real thing. Um, so there are concerns on, the, on the, the ecological side of the fence, which is a very reasonable concern, right? Uh, yep. so that's the thing that does happen now this type of you know, jay what i understand about this is you're heating a uh, salt you have molten salt and there's a certain kind of moment not momentum there's a certain kind of carryover with that that it provides some firm power is that is that about right
1: uh, yeah because you've, you've you've heated and melted the salt it keeps that thermal energy for a good long time even after the sun has kind of gone down um so it's it this is very much a sh- shifted energy as opposed to your pv right. your pv so starts generating this the, when the, when the sun hits it this takes a bit of time to actually heat up in the morning but then by noontime you're running but then it has a little bit of thermal carryover like into, or into something the evening that time, runs right? through yeah yeah
0: so that's yeah. interesting because yeah. that says to me
1: that if pv was
0: displacing this or if they're saying pv is is making this more of an expensive option than it was you know 10 years ago or whenever they started this five years ago then it is um it's because of pv and batteries becoming less expensive right that, that would really impact. Right yeah Yeah, i I was gonna say it has had the storage component to be apples to apples right right so that's interesting and then you know this and then in general this kind of kind of smacks of the 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 discussion about how do you make intelligent choices with something that's so dynamic as solar it's very it's very hard it's not like you have a crystal ball and you know that pv prices are going to drop the x amount of you just don't know that so you they're making decisions they're taking a shot at it and this one happened to get caught in the middle where the um the you know the price of an alternative uh, strategy looks like it may be superior Yeah, Yeah. so that happens.
2: Yeah, especially on those billion-dollar, yeah. many-year
0: projects, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm glad we got into to take a look at that one. I always find those that particular technology fascinating, especially just because of the way it looks. If you look at these pictures, folks, it's this tower, and it's these the kind of like these these mirrors that are just in this really interesting geometric pattern that seem to cascade out, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of meters uh, around the tower. So it's a very unique-looking kind of technology. Um, all yeah, right, I have to Jake. wonder if that's golden
1: Spiral. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> now want to know. I know. <laughs> um, since we're talking about um, deployments and geography, there was this Harvard study that came out as well that says the Great Lakes region should install more solar panel, so solar panel now. Um, and and the reason why it was actually very specific it, because they're looking at forward to um, the um, the health benefits of having the, um, the the renewable sources, the PV sources, as opposed to burning coal because um, Ohio is an area where they get like 90% of, of their power from coal or something like that. It, it's, it's really, really, um, easy to displace coal in the, in the region and it would have a significant effect on their, um, greenhouse gas emissions.
0: Greenhouse gas. And then are we talking about the health, like the actual particulates in the air as well?
1: Yeah. Sulfur dioxide, dioxide, nitrogen oxide, um, could lead to breathing problems, other, um, Actual particulate, the, the coke, ash, et cetera, et cetera. All, yeah. um, proponents of coal say that there are scrubbers and yada, yada, but, you know, it's not perfect and they don't have they don't use them and maintain them. So
0: I, I, I tend to find this, this type of conversation really fascinating. It's like, what is the value of installing you know, a renewable energy system versus whatever came before it? And a lot of the times it's, well, hey, we're going to save money. And then, hey, we're going to reduce yep. our GHG uh, contribution. And then it's and it often isn't as cut and dry, that, that second one, as you might think, because, you know, you have put PV in. Utility still needs to balance power. They've We learned all about spinning reserve in the past. They're still running their gen sets. So, you know, there's conversations that, that are not so obvious there. But then you have things like um, these... what. I guess you could call externalizations in the past that are not being quantified, not being, the dollars aren't being put to this. How health, it, How, how are, is the community's health being impacted by uh, fossil fuels being bur- being burned in that area, right? And that's could be a really substantial value, actually. And then these things aren't aren't you know always getting quantified. And there's other things that start to get discovered when you really dive deep into this. You go, oh, I didn't realize that. There's another value proposition. Another value proposition. When you add all these up, yeah. I think that's kind of what they mean by value stacking, like just theoretically, right?
2: <laughs> and, and 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 those those values are valuable, but they're subjective, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the subjectivity of the value is is what makes it trickier.
0: Sure, right.
1: You know? It's not. It's not well, like it, it could. It could be. It could be quantified over time. The issue is it needs to be rolled out in order to to actually see the effect.
2: Right. <laughs> and, and and the same at the same time, the money spent to build a scrubber. Scrubbers are big and expensive. And actually, was on a board of a company that did have a great. It still does have a fantastic scrubbing technology, mm-hmm. patented and. Um, but the cost to deploy it is such that you could just spend that money on solar instead, right? And just kind of bypass all shut together. The whole,
1: shut the whole the whole coal thing down. Yeah, <laughs> very, very. And, and, and that that's that that's that's very much part of this report is that the the money that could be spent on scrubbers could actually be spent on on renewables, and then you would be way ahead of the curve. Uh, right now, they're they're looking at, at bailouts and scrubber for funding, et cetera, et cetera, where they really shouldn't be. And, and they're actually going to be behind the eight ball when um, they, they do need to make the switch because they've already spent all their money on, on other unrelated technologies or technologies that are going to be end of life. There you go. There you go. Very good stuff, Jay.
0: All right, we're in your capable hands. What is your your, your next choice? Oh, do you
1: want to? you want to talk Tesla? We can talk about Tesla a lot. I always <laughs> want to talk about it. I mean, a whole lot going on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I certainly enjoyed the video this morning. Three days ago, they posted the uh, the Top Gear <laughs> Top Gear um, uh, showdown with the Model S performance and the Taycan, the Porsche Taycan. Turbo, what did, what did must say about yep. that? Tur- doesn't that turbo doesn't mean what you think it means? <laughs> that was always yes, fun. Yes. And then uh, now he says uh, Top Gear should be called Low Gear <laughs> because because the um, uh, just a bit of back and forth really just to stoke uh, views and likes and interest. I top Gear others. guys have always
1: not really been um, EV proponents, you know. So they're sure, so going right? out there. It's, it's it's less. It's it's they're, they're going to take a dim view of of the man who is changing their beloved But but the internal combustion marketplace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But and this is going to dominate our Tesla series section here. But I mean, but the uh, the drag times or something. Another uh, group said, "Hey, these guys didn't even meaning these guys meaning Top Gear didn't even push the uh, ludicrous plus mode, and therefore it rendered the whole test uh, you know invalid. That was what they then Musk is like, yeah,
1: that that makes no sense to me because I mean they always do the 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 quick start whatever procedures for all all the vehicles that they run and and they just missed this one completely so
0: so if you are out there and you're in a much different place than uh, Jay or I or maybe Brian and you're considering whether to buy a Taycan or a Model S Performance, there you go. Check out the Top Gear episode and you'll get the chance to see it. Uh, pretty exciting. I mean, beautiful car. It looks like the Porsche is uh, is something that is the way they described it is, Hey, this feels like a Porsche. It feels like a sports car. We like the way this. We, we like this. This is this really feels like we're driving a Porsche. They even had uh, a sound mode so you could get that kind of more of a Porsche kind of sound going into it. And then finally, but all <laughs> It, I mean, I've been doing for that for
1: years. Put <laughs> audio in electric vehicles. <laughs> yeah.
0: But all of it's just going to get rendered moot because uh, the, the roadster is going to come out and just smoke these fools with their Tesla, uh, their SpaceX uh, thrusters that are like, you know. So it's so fun, man. Yeah. What, a, what a fun industry to be a part of, huh? So, okay. What's yeah, going absolutely. on? Is there anything in the real but, world of Tesla? What he, that's what he, he does for about? fun, in the, in, the, <laughs> in the real
1: world. <laughs> yeah. um, so, he also went on Twitter and had uh, discounted solar modules and batteries for uh, folks affected by the California blackouts. Now, for f- folks that don't know, um, there are some serious uh, wild fire's going on in california right now uh pg&e has been shutting down uh lines because transformers blow and they they cause sparks and make more fires so they've actually been shutting down things down preemptively uh and there's there's many many thousands of people that are affected by the the, the blackouts um so musk went on twitter and said that you can get a thousand dollars off of a um of a of Tesla and, and power uh, and power solar system, uh, not the solar roof. This is the regular what, what are they what are they calling it the solar retrofit roof. Is that <laughs> is that what they retrofit. said? I didn't even I think see that. what he said. Yeah, that's 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 their official language now. The solar retrofit. Hmm. So that's that's putting traditional panels on the roof as opposed to the Tesla tiles. Oh, but um, he's but calling $1, regular $1, panels off the, right now. The solar retrofit. If you're in the zone. <laughs>
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it's good to see that there's support and that,
1: uh, you know, the industry continues to kind of provide solutions it, for really serious it, is, situations. Is it, though? Because this is this is just, it, it makes me think that, you know, the people that are going to benefit from $1,000 off the most are the, are the more affluent folks who can mm. just pull the trigger and buy one.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we have the rent system for the retrofit, I suppose, roofs now That uh, that that he's Kind of put out. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. Do if they? It's, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that came out about a month ago, right? So yeah, assuming that that's available, then anyone should be able to get it if you got it, if you can rent it. And that's and rent just sounds a lot like a simple way of saying a PPA or a lease. You know trying to get out yeah. of that language well, right yeah
1: when you when you go in and try to sell somebody a ppa they don't know what that means so you have to take 20 minutes just well, yeah. to explain that PPA, ppa is renting the system yeah <laughs> i mean so let's just call it a rent and that's it, it seems what seems that seems to be what tesla's trying to do they're
0: trying to simplify the yeah. process of getting solar right so they and they and they don't yeah. forget they you know they picked up a solar city that was in a rough spot and he he got a lot of flack over the years for keeping that booing that company up and now he's at a place where he's like we're we're not designing systems anymore you can go on our website get exact get you know one of a like a four kilowatt block and, you just
1: and there's just, one of there's those packages that i was talking just about.
0: packages and there we got rid of the whole door knocking uh you know uh, thing and that's that's a big he's, he's trying to reduce down those soft costs and he seems to be doing it right. you know somewhat successfully so there's some movement there it's very good
1: so right. yeah ab- absolutely i mean they just standarded profitability and i'm sure brian wants to talk a little bit more about that <laughs> okay
2: soon soon. Okay.
1: Okay. All right, Jason, we got a little more time, buddy. Which ones? Um, Yeah. So, so let's go. He's also been extremely active this, this week. Um, They are talking about the Tesla roof sales, the tiles. Mm. Um, There was this lovely Halloween video that has been circulating around. If you haven't seen it, you can go search Tesla roof pumpkin. Um, They basically chuck a significantly sized pumpkin. It looked like it was at least four or five pounds um, and just off the top of the building that was like four or five stories onto a set-up solar roof. And you watch in slow motion as the tiles bounce and flex (laughs) under it. But they didn't break. So these are glass roof tiles that did not break by getting a pumpkin smash from many I don't stories know how, above.
0: how impressed I am. I get the pumpkin theme and it's Halloween and everything. I don't know how impressed I'm back get hit by a pumpkin well, you know,
1: I, 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 and I've been screaming about the internet inter- interconnects between all these tiles forever. I don't know if, if, if there was a, you could actually see what, actually right? what happened. That would be more interesting to me. Okay. Yeah. And, and, so. and
0: how rotten was that pumpkin? I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I it actually look, actually look pretty. Well, good. I want to see good. like a, a Tesla. What do you call it? Solar glass right now? A solar glass. Like, you know how they, you ever those, Pumpkin chunking, pumpkin chucking, uh, a contest <laughs> they have in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you know, those things they have in the mi- in the Midwest, right? Where they have these big trebuchets yeah. and those catapults, oh, yeah. right? I want to see a house just getting get just pelted with like hundreds of pumpkins. Or, of course, when we were doing kids, you know, we would. Uh, <laughs> I did.
2: I, I didn't know that they needed that because we could. You
0: know, we've had practice in that as kids or so. Okay. <laughs> all righty, all righty. So Jay, what do you think, man? Uh, we give us one more.
1: Uh, real quick, um, installing solar increases Hawaii home values. The did you did you get to read this? <laughs> no. I read the I read the title. <laughs> Next, we know yeah. that. Okay, no. Um, well, they actually put they actually put a quantifiable number on it. This is this is coming from Zillow. Yeah. Um, they they deemed de- de- determined that after watching. Home sales with and without solar over over the, the how long they've been collecting data on it. It says it's about four percent increase, which is actually it's not insignificant when you talk about real estate prices here. It it can be really really a big deal.
2: Uh, yeah, do we go, go, go we, we have time to talk about that PowerMag article about let's the do it falling cost. Let's so um, yeah, Jay, Jay you saw that article about uh, PowerMag plummeting lithium ion costs. So it it goes into well, how storage is being able to be deployed to the degree that it is uh, with the cost benefits and how since 2013, prices of lithium ion, uh, the big cost of lithium ion batteries, have dropped nearly 73%. So I thought that was fascinating. 2015 or? 2013.
0: 2013, 70% of lithium. 73%, yeah. Lithium batteries, not not lithium itself, but lithium batteries. No, lithium itself. Lithium itself. Yeah, yeah.
2: So um, yeah, anyways, I, I thought that that was an important part of sort of driving that storage yeah. uh, cost to make sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, Jay, you had mentioned something about cobalt and the supply chain
1: and about that. We've gone over this a couple different times. But, you know, yeah, we, talk, we talked a little bit about that before. Yeah, cobalt um, is, is actually a byproduct of the the nickel mining process. So it's kind of directly tied to the demand for nickel. If there's not a lot of demand for nickel, nobody's going to be putting cobalt out on the market. Um, so so lithium cobalt technology batteries are going to be tied to that. The The lithium ferrophosphate Guys are not affected. And you're going to see those prices dropping uh, significantly if lithium drops.
2: Yeah. And and for what it's worth, uh, some nickel stocks have been doing very well. Not a recommendation, though. But I, I just I, I look at it, I'm like, okay, that would be, <laughs> I, I guess this is driving the demand of that or so. All right. I guess- well, I
1: mean, the, the, every, everybody's doing more, more battery manufacturing. If you look around, every single product you're buying nowadays has a lithium technology battery in it. And, and manufacturers have been scaling for years trying to get there we only just had lg this past year finally say you know what we've got it licked we've got our factories online and we're making batteries uh yeah
0: yeah there you go there you go i do want to bring uh just a light to one last article before we head over to our commercials and hear from panasonic there's an article at honolulu civil beat uh, hawaii 2040 conflicts antitrust questions raised uh regarding maui solar farm this is the uh, paehu Farm, the Interjects, uh, Solar's Paehu Project, and the uh, Pono Power Coalition, which is a group of uh, concerned citizens up there in Maui Meadows. Uh, and there's some discussion here uh, about concerns about the pricing and about uh, you know how this system is being deployed. And what, I'm not going to get into the specifics here. If you'd like to have a look at it, it's it's worth reading on Honolulu Civil Beat. It's available as of the 23rd, this particular article. It's a six-minute read. But um, I do think that it's interesting that we're reaching this point where we're getting the PUC and the utility and everyone is approving these massive solar systems, and now we're seeing that there's actually additional hurdles. And it's in public perception, and it's how these systems are going to interact and, and how, with our community, uh, and are they being uh, done legally? That's the question that this particular article poses. Um, and then you know how are, are, you got aesthetic issues you got a handful of concerns that are out there but are we going to see more of this as this is just the first of many right uh, are we going to see more of this on the all the other large systems that come in uh, and, and are we going to see pushback I, I, something i might not have anticipated a few years ago but it seems like it's out there so okay folks uh time to go to our commercial break come right back with panasonic from spi 2019 lg is a leader in the home electronics industry and manufactures some of the most popular pv panels as well as many other appliances You've come to know and appreciate over the years. The same LG brand offers the LG Chem Resu battery line for your home energy storage needs. Here in Hawaii, their primary model is the LG 10H Resu with 9.3 kilowatt hours of usable capacity. The LG 10H Resu can be used both to maximize consumption of solar energy at home and also functions as a source of backup power in the event that the grid goes down. LG Chem has increased production of their battery line for Hawaii's renewable energy solar market. Contact your local solar provider to learn more about the LG Chem. 10H Resu Battery.
1: Panasonic at SPI 2019. Eric Anderson from Panasonic Regional Sales, Northeast? Northeast, that's correct, Correct. Maryland to Maine. Okay, fantastic. Panasonic's been making a lot of noise at this show, specifically because they've entered the energy storage market. We Mm -hmm. wanna hear all about this. So, uh, what have you got?
3: (laughs) Yeah, sure, no, thank you very much. Um, It's very exciting to be here with this new product that we're launching here at SPI. Uh, in Salt Lake City, 2019. It's really one of the biggest reasons that I came to work for Panasonic. Because as the uh, the industry sort of evolves from this, um, you know, sort of nascent solar market into a, uh, a totally different standalone energy paradigm, shifting all that good stuff, storage is huge. And so we're very excited to be working with uh, the prowess we bring to the manufacturing end of batteries, uh, along with our solar modules so right behind us here is is the actual product that we're bringing to market and i um, going to be shipping it out in the next couple of months nice all right so yeah
1: this is it i mean it looks it's black it's sleek it, <laughs> it, looks, it looks really neat yeah. um basic feature set what, what's in what's in the box
3: yeah sure so we have two different distinct uh options essentially we have an ac coupled version and a dc coupled version okay um we've made it very easy to to keep track of which is which the black version that we see right here is our dc coupled version the white color on the face of the inverter and batteries is going to be our AC coupled okay. solution. So basic feature set is that this DC coupled solution is going to manage not only the power coming from your solar modules, but also from your batteries, providing power to your loads, your appliances, in your home. Um, in normal grid operation in a day-to-day basis and then also when the grid goes down we can provide backup power nice.
0: so did I just hear that you have a different uh, color for the AC couple versus the DC couple
3: yeah 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 oh, absolutely. That's the first time I've heard that yeah yeah that's yeah. interesting so well, <laughs> if, you're, if
0: you're rolling into the uh, to the factory or you're rolling into your uh, warehouse and you're going to pick one up you're not going to grab the wrong one
3: right it's pretty obvious let's right? hope not. Let's hope That's not. Great. Right. Absolutely. That's great. Very cool. Yeah, and uh, you know we've tried to keep them both looking pretty sleek. Um, you know, it's it is a, a, a sort of an industrial type of piece of an equipment, mm-hmm. so um, you know we wanted to keep it as sleek and as, as low profile as possible, and I think we've accomplished that. Well, let's get a
0: sense for where this might be in the home. Is this an interior product? Is it an exterior yeah. products,
1: Both?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So super important question. Uh, the rule of thumb I always talk about is that the batteries themselves like to live in the same environment that we do. Mm. So 60% relative humidity, 77 degrees dry. Uh, But they can be absolutely installed in a basement up here in, well, where I'm from, in the Northeast. Uh, Out in California, if you've got a garage that might be finished, you can certainly put it out there. But we're not really gonna put these things outside where they can get wet, where they're gonna experience drastic changes in temperature. Um, really need to keep it somewhat, um, you know, confined and, and protected. Yeah. Coming,
1: gotcha. Coming exactly. from the black, from coming from Hawaii, the black unit especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would be tough. Okay, you got to so keep yeah. the sun off it. Yeah. Let's get
0: a sense here for the size Absolutely. of the batteries. So, yeah. like, is this case standard for regardless of what, how many uh, batteries you select to have in it?
3: Yes, yes. So this battery cabinet that you see right here can hold up to six of our battery modules. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you don't have to put six in. Yeah. As long as you're with an even number, you can put 2, 4, 6 into this cabinet, okay. which gives some good flexibility for homeowners that you might could want buy it to get that way, with
0: 2 if you want exactly. To. And what is yeah. the what per, per unit of those uh, yep. batteries? What is the what are the characteristics? What's the kilowatt hour storage ability? Yep.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So each battery module is a 2.85 usable kilowatt hour capacity.
0: Okay,
3: 2.85. Yep, absolutely. So the actual capacity that's in there is a little bit larger, but we advertise what's actually usable. So 2.85 kilowatt hours.
0: Okay, so that's 100% usable. 2.85 per unit correct and that goes and it's between i'd say two and i'm sorry six
3: two four and six two
0: four and six
3: yeah yep. okay so, so fully loaded you're about 17 i think it's 0.1 kilowatt hours usable right um with just two you're at what's that 5.7 something like that right
0: that's a nice that's a nice uh variety of storage uh amounts i think absolutely you know uh for your smallest homes and we were working on sizing back in the I was in the installation business, right. uh, for storage uh, uh, systems in Hawaii, and the smallest systems would be around that territory for like a self-supply yeah. functionality, right. maybe a few kilowatts of PVA, you wouldn't right. need much storage, right? right. But then uh, of course, you know, as you move forward, you get bigger systems and self-supply, you need a little more, more storage Definitely. to make them work, yeah. right? To make those uh, show, uh, yeah. uh, so okay, fantastic. What yeah. else can you, more can you tell us about Yeah, this, so I,
3: th- I already mentioned that we can provide power in a normal day-to-day inverting, net metering type of situation. Uh, Then when the grid goes down, we can supply backup, but we also have the ability, like you said, to manage uh, within a grid-connected structure, whether it be a time of use, tariff, a demand structure, to offset those peak costs of energy. And that's probably going to be one of the most uh, prevalent uses of our product. Backup is great. It gives peace of mind to homeowners, but it's still a bit expensive, and honestly, the payback is tough to calculate because it's really peace of mind.
0: Right. Right. So you've got a AC coupled in, in, in white casing, yes. a DC coupled in black casing. You got right. it. That's, kind of, that's pretty neat. Yeah. You've got some modularity here. Yep. So you can choose different types or different sizes of the storage that you need. Yes. Um, okay. Very well, cool. and
3: let me add on to that. So we talked about energy, mm-hmm. right? And there's a huge distinction and importance to understand the distinction, as you guys know, between energy and power, mm-hmm. right? So we talked about energy. On the power side, our inverter is rated at 5 kilowatts. In the DC coupled version, we can actually stack that Three times, so we'd be able to get up to 15, 15 kilowatts.
0: So does that mean you're getting an aggregate of like that power is actually multiplying when you're putting these in? So when you Correct. your backup loads, you could get uh, 15 kilowatts of power to your home. Yeah, so right. That's a whole house backup. Load. Yeah, it is exactly. Yeah.
3: And our DC coupled solution with that capability facilitates a whole home backup or whole
1: home uh, management uh, um, application. Yeah. So that begs the question, is there any intelligence in there? I mean, there's a lot of conversation about the smart energy kind yeah, of home, smart right. panels, et cetera, et cetera. Is yeah. there any intelligence in there that will allow you to curtail loads in in the home if you want to? Or is Down the road, just,
3: that's okay. absolutely the game plan and the okay. vision. Right. Um, you know, we, we spend, as modern humans, about 80% of our time inside. Mm-hmm. And so managing the built environment is a huge Uh, opportunity, I think, to not only improve health, but also as a business. We're looking to, to help Uh, everyone live a healthier life and 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 a better more efficient life so down the road that's absolutely going to happen and as appliances get smarter and can communicate with a with with equipment like this we're going to be able to really circumvent even the mechanical load shedding abilities of some products and go right to the appliances and manage them through this Panasonic being one who
1: manufactures appliances absolutely right right. let's let's think a
0: little about the sizing of these systems the the smaller and then up to the boundaries of one system right Right. so you've got a, a I think it's a you say a five kilowatt inverter or seven, five kilowatt inverter. It
3: could surge higher than that. Surge
0: mm-hmm. higher, right? Uh, and then with that, I suppose you have continuous output at five kilowatts to yes, right? Yeah. Okay, so you, you could stack three of those, right? Yes. Yep. So what does that mean on the PV side of the fence? Does that give us uh, what's that ratio between DC to AC? Mm. Are you using substring optimizers? Mm. And then you know, how big of a system can we put into this? And uh, where does, where's the boundary of that that residential large residential system? Yeah,
3: yeah sure. And that's an important uh, conversation and can be. Sp- between both products both sides AC and DC it's it's the same conversation just differently right Um, so with our DC coupled solution it's really just a string inverter Right, so we've got two inputs, and and you bring in your PV into that inverter just like we did way back when before yeah. Enphase and SolarEdge came out with their module level electronic solutions. Um, you can typically oversize that by 1.2, 1.3 and you have that capability with our DC coupled inverter. Right. So you know you're in that six kilowatt range of DC input to so maybe
0: around eighteen kW max on the roof. Sure, with the, the three,
3: with the three, yeah, absolutely yeah. stacked okay. together. Yeah, it
0: so gives you a sense if it's. And are you using any type of optimization on the roof? Or are you using not yet. We're not
3: agnostic to that Um, and honestly not every territory is at an NEC 14 or 17 code compliance uh, mandate yet Uh, so we don't want to force folks into a more expensive even though it's perhaps safer we don't want to force folks to, to spend more than they need to Sure. to adhere to their local restrictions and, and, and guidelines. Could you,
0: could you work with a third party like Tygo or, or something like yeah. That? Yeah, that? Yeah, work? Absolutely, okay. yeah. Tygo Those works. There. Uh, and
3: there's a couple other options out there. Um, optimization, that's probably the best one. Um, more, most prevalent, I'll say. Um, but then if you're just looking for NEC 14 rapid shutdown compliance or 17 rapid shutdown compliance, there yep. are other products on the market yep. from NEP. Uh, I just came across another one today at the, at the, at the conference. Staubley, the, uh, the group that makes multi-contact. They okay. have a, uh, a module-level rapid shutdown. No product. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of um, you know a because lot of interest in those ancillary companies right. or ancillary products to help facilitate. What we're you just said was
0: interesting and a little nuance. The within the op, the. the the rapid shutdown requirement of something that you would have in your module, and then optimization, not always synonymous, like they're not always the same thing, right? You can have different right, right. feature sets. Different feature so, sets, different functionality, different prices. There you go, there you go. So what you need is kind of going to drive that. Let me ask you about the storage. Uh, yep. uh, so how many of these, is this one to a inverter or the hmm. multiples, What are the, what's your boundaries here? Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. So back to the energy question, right? Yeah. So with each inverter, we can stack two, uh, two fully loaded battery um, Enclosures.
0: So it's on your thirty-four-ish kilowatt hours. Yeah, about thirty-four
3: point two. I try not to do math publicly. But right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. that wrong from time to time. Yeah, right, it's okay. Exactly. Exactly.
3: But, so you can do two of these. Um, per inverter. Per inverter, right? So, so with, then, with three inverters, you do the math, and you're right. upwards in that 100 you know hundred kilowatt kilo, hour range, which is amazing.
0: That's a lot of juice. That's a lot yeah. of juice. So out in in Hawaii, you know, that we about eighty percent of our permanent poles are yep. with storage. Yep. We're actually seeing systems like that go being yeah, installed. So sure. it's not so uncommon. Right. Um, so it's great to have that flexibility. And right. I know that, that certain clients will want that.
3: Right, well I'm talking about Hawaii, um, certainly some of the uh, utility territories have uh, pretty specific and pretty strict regulations on how really? you can interconnect with their grid. And so we're able to satisfy all those types of different grid profiles that you may have, Absolutely. whether it's zero export, yeah. self-consume, time of use mitigation, demand right. charge mitigation. Uh, we've got the functionality to really provide a solution for any grid territory Super or cool. uh, a profile.
0: And You hinted at something, I think Jay caught it too. You said that, well, when you talk about building out systems that you have yeah. your DC, kind of what you can do with DC, and sure. you have your AC coupled system too. So yeah. you could conceivably build further with AC coupled, right? Uh, Well, could you use your AC coupled system to get a little more storage if you wanted to in addition to this?
3: I, I wouldn't be putting them together, is that the question? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would probably go I just, DC coupled or AC coupled. I, it, I probably wouldn't bring them together.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. I've seen a couple of uh, strategies like that okay. uh, out there. When you meet yeah. the, the limits of the right. DC coupled system, if you right. want to bring in an AC coupled, uh, something to kind of bump it up, you're able to do sure, that as well. Sure, sure, yeah. You probably yeah. imagine what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. But, okay, right, so that's right. not kind of on the radar right now. But, no. so let's talk about other basic things. Sure. Uh, generator integration. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, uh, how does that function with this system? Them? Are yeah. we... Is it, can you give us a sense of how a generator might work with the system?
3: Yeah, so it's a simple two-wire start um, out of our inverter that controls the uh, the generator. We have an internal transfer switch, so uh, when needed, we can provide power either to load or to charge.
0: So you could conceivably, in an outage scenario with your with your system, yep. you could um, get down to a certain state of charge and it could be too low, right. system would off, then it would fire a generator, recharge it, and you continue to meet your loads with battery, or you could meet the loads of the home directly with generator. Right. Do you have certain generator brands that you work with, or? Are agnostic about that too?
3: yeah we're agnostic uh, um, to that right now I think really uh, from what I've seen it from my experience the generator companies are going to be dictating uh, the functionality or the, the, the systems that you're able to use their generators right. In Generac for instance has a EcoGen. Yeah. that's the one that's certified to be controlled by right. third party piece of equipment so cool. you might yeah. want to check with them as much as us
0: okay we certainly will do that um, and then Jay do you want to talk a little bit about how panels I mean, the fact that this is a, a company that has a, really one of the dominant PV panels in the industry, yeah, for a lot sure. of respect out there, by the way. I'll tell you a yeah. little, little little, side side piece here. Sure. Some of the installers, some of the, the roof fellows that I know that have been out there working with panels and lighting our hand yeah. clamping and looking at everything, yeah. they, they'll say Panasonic is great. It does better than it states on its spec sheets. Absolutely. That's something that I think is not small, right? So- Yeah, the folks actually out there on the roof saying this. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. huge. Yeah, so uh, that being said, mm-hmm. uh, you, you're known for this uh, for the hit panels yeah uh, tell us a little bit about what that means the panel manufacturer yeah. to move into the energy storage space uh, to, what warranties functionality yeah. attack anything you can kind of bring, bring to life
3: yeah sure I mean the way we're positioning ourselves here is really as a, a you know a full home solution right yeah. from solar to storage you're able to, to, to provide a solution to your customers that's branded and warranted by a 101 year old company so there's not much more stability in this room here today. While there's a lot of great companies, not, not many folks can say that yeah. they've been around for 101 years and have that stability of warranty. And really the warranty is only as good as the company backing it. And corporate Panasonic backs our warranties, not only on our battery products, but on our modules as well.
0: Excellent. So, uh, what
3: are the warranties? Uh, Yeah, so for our battery products, we've got a 10-year warranty on our inverter and our cabinet. Okay. The batteries themselves are a 10-year warranty or, whichever comes first, uh, 7.56 megawatt hours of throughput.
1: Ah, the throughput Uh, number. The throughput number, yeah.
3: So, if you do the math on that and you cycle daily, uh, remembering that a cycle is a full depletion and and replenishment, um, you can go for about seven and a half years if you daily cycle, one cycle a day.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you've got a seven and change megawatt hours throughput, yep. 10 year warranty, whichever comes first, basically, right? Yeah,
3: on the batteries. On the batteries. And then PV,
0: just so we kind of round it out. What's the PV manufacturing warranties? Yeah,
3: so we were able to bring to market sort of a revolutionary um, uh, 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 warranty product, essentially, if you will. It's called the Triple Guard Warranty. Specific to Panasonic, we offer industry leading warranties across three different, uh, very important components of you know, what what someone's gonna be worried about. It's durability, it's reliability, and then the replacement costs, if something happens. So reliability, we're gonna produce at least 90.76% of our power on day one in year 25. Uh, On the product side, durability. We have a 25 year product warranty when registered um, on our our website. Uh, And then for our authorized installer network, we're able to offer them a labor warranty for 25 years as well. So we have an extremely low failure rate, but if something does go wrong, we're gonna help make that contractor whole for doing the work to replace the product for that homeowner.
0: I'll tell you, what, it's a big deal. You know, uh, O&M, especially as systems start to mature, they get yeah. you know, 10, 15 years into Absolutely. it, you start seeing little things, and it's good to know that you're covered, right? Yeah. And that you're not covered, uh, calling a different company for your storage system, which I think is probably going to end up being Absolutely. That's, that's ubiquitous the in the big, future, right? Yeah, that's the big yeah.
1: message this show. It seems yeah. like there's a lot of folks where you can buy storage, PV, right. inverter, controls, whatever, the, the whole stack right. from a single vendor, and it really comes yeah. down to what do you want and who do you trust. Absolutely,
0: yeah. What does Panasonic see? This is kind of a big level question here, but what sure. does Panasonic see in terms of the renewable energy industry, in terms of Home, let's talk about residential of course. Yep. But you know, what, what's your what's your outlook? You know, what do you see happening across the country? I mean, you know, in Hawaii it's it storage is the you know it's everything, right? Absolutely. Now. Storage, yeah. storage, storage, yeah. storage. Yeah. so many different kinds of systems, so many different players out there. Yep. Panasonic, a big company, probably Absolutely. has some great visibility on what's gonna happen in the next decade. I mean, what do you guys think?
3: Well, I mean that's uh, very complimentary. I don't know that any of us have a crystal ball that could see out in the solar industry ten years. Uh, the 12 years I've been in it, it has changed more times than I could care to even count.
0: 12 years in the industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starting as a contractor, working yeah. through a distribution and now the
3: industry leading manufacturer. Right. Um, nice. I've been pretty fortunate to have a well-rounded view of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but we really see kind of a coalescing of all of the built environment variables coming together to be managed in unison in concert. Right, and so that's everything from air quality to HVAC, uh, power consumption in your appliances, power production and storage with your with your energy storage yeah. system. Um, so everything kind of working together to be smart, to be efficient, and to be reliable.
0: Wow, that's an interesting vision. Yeah, like yeah. really kind of cohesive, everything kind of working. And-
3: sure, absolutely, and I mean that's a vision that that sort of uh, um, requires multiple. Uh, silos or business units within Panasonic, because we're here specializing in solar and and in batteries, uh, but we've got a whole other division that specializes in HVAC and indoor air quality. So sure. it's in in so many ways, it's a it's a it's a team effort.
0: Yeah, and Jane, I've been talking a lot about um, when when a, a client has or a homeowner has a perspective on a brand like that. Sure. So Panasonic is a known brand. Absolutely. I just talked a little bit about how the installation community and the roof guys got a lot of respect for the product, for Absolutely. the PV product. Now, um, people are acquainted with having Panasonic appliances. People might have a Panasonic uh, split unit, like you yes. mentioned H V A C. Yep. They might have other appliances in their own in that are Panasonic for refrigerators, yeah. Right. And while Panasonic
3: doesn't do a tremendous amount of consumer electronics these days, we're more creating solutions for companies to bring to market. Gotcha. Uh, whether it's batteries for um, for a storage product or for, for a car manufacturer, for um, example. <laughs> for example, uh, and there are a few of them, and, and you know, yeah. obviously, I think most people can probably, um, you know, tie us with one specifically, but we also put our batteries in other cars. So um, my point is, though, that uh, while we aren't necessarily doing that as much as we used to, I think most people that are buying solar probably owned a VCR at one point in time, and it right. might have been a Panasonic. Right. Maybe it was a TV. I personally had a a Technique stereo system from the seventies. Technique, I
0: had a Technique too. Exactly. Oh my goodness, that's interesting. <laughs> I had a yeah. Panasonic
1: Mini Disc player, so there.
0: <laughs>
3: there you go. We're still making all kinds of other stuff too. But Along yeah. those
0: lines of providing products to these different industries, right? Yep. So Panasonic actually is is not only creating the storage and the, the panels, but sure. the cells themselves, are they actually, they Panasonic pr- product, right? Yeah, right
3: now we're making our cells in Osaka, Japan, and we right. uh, ship those out to Malaysia or to Buffalo, New York for assembly.
0: Right, so to okay. be an actual uh, storage producer is a very unique Thing in this space, right? To actually be producing energy storage, the cells themselves. Oh, sure, and then batteries
3: as well, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. we're one of the world's leading, if not the world's leading manufacturer of lithium ion batteries. Mm -hmm. Uh, And through different partnerships, of course, that's been facilitated, but we've got a tremendous capacity to manufacture. Uh, um, specifically battery
0: cells I, I mean i think that's a thing right because you're you're not you're not, you're not just uh you know a pv company saying okay we're going to get into the storage business you're also right. a storage company saying okay we're going to do this so right, right. you have expertise at the cell level as absolutely. well as at the
3: roof level absolutely so
0: that's uh that's a pretty uh, exciting uh well at the inversion level too and the well, in, in the inversion,
1: inversion is really a, a, a kind of standard electrical procedure in yeah. <laughs> a lot of different products yeah. so yeah they, they must have engineer labs that are just oh absolutely experts
3: yeah yeah well and to your point about the sort of vertical verticalization if you mm-hmm. will
1: of um, these products
3: we see all the major players in the solar industry racing right now to get to a single source product right um, and you know we're really excited to be one of the first to market with a fully branded Energy storage system that you can then couple with our modules and offer again a full Panasonic branded and warranted system for your homeowners.
0: Right, very good. Nice. I think we covered a lot of ground here, Jay. Uh, Eric,
1: is there thank anything else you, you want to get into before we wrap? Final final words from Panasonic?
3: Oh, I just I think the future is bright. Um, I'm I'm very excited for it, and uh, I'm going to be back next year with just as much enthusiasm and I think so much more experience. So thank good you guys enough. very much. Looking All forward right. to seeing them. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Thank you.
0: There you go. That's the Evervolt home energy storage system from Panasonic. That's Eric Anderson. uh, I think a North American or a regional sales manager for Panasonic, a real smart guy. And so we got a chance to take a look at that. Uh, Jay, this is a serious system on a lot of levels. You know, one of the things that we noticed is that it uh, has the ability to stack inverters. And I think there's seven kilowatts a pop. So it says to me you've got the potential to have around 20 kilowatts of of power capability or something like that maybe um and if if that's the case then you you that's certainly whole house backup right there and then you can also stack the the energy considerably too what did you say it was something like 17 per
1: so 17.1 they they offer three three models the mini the standard and the plus um so those are 5.7 11.4 and then 17.1 in the big in the big unit
0: and that's for one inverter and then those options in terms of energy storage. Right. And so if you were right. to, and, and I always try to kind of ask this question, I want to find out the boundaries of this equipment. Right. And so he said you could put together three of those inverters, therefore three of those pluses. And that would be somewhere in the 50 kilowatt mm-hmm. hour range of storage and somewhere in a 20 kilowatt range of of power capability. That's certainly bigger than anything we've uh, pretty much seen so far. I mean, that's a that's a very robust system. And what's neat about it is it, it's not it's not. AC coupled or DC coupled, you can have either option, right? Why would that matter? Well, if you have, you know, AC, if you, have, you already have PV on roof and you want to add a. Um, a
1: Just want batteries, yeah. a
0: battery, then you can you can AC couple it and not change the entire kind of system design of your of your existing PV system. Right. So. That's pretty cool. I mean, I think that, um, you know, Panasonic made a decision to go with, they've been with, it's obvious that they would launch with the uh, lithium um, ion batteries, the NMC, the cobalts. Um, that's not a surprise because they're, they're in that business. Uh, but there's a certain choice there, right? Um, and then you also have, you know, if, you're, if, if I'm making this decision right now, I say to myself, well, wow, I like Panasonic panels. I could get Panasonic panels, uh, inverters, and storage all under one brand. That feels like a pretty secure thing.
1: Yeah again there's that conversation of having everybody all the all the equipment coming from one manufacturer so you don't have the finger pointing that invariably comes from this panel and that manufacturers inverters and the other guy's wiring and everything else you don't you don't want that
0: kind of a cool-looking thing you know it says ever volt and it kind of reminds me of like a, what's that the uh, energizer bunny kind of uh, the actual battery it actually looks a little bit like a battery because the case <laughs> it is a, lot a powder it. right the case is a powder coated black and then it's got this yellow lightning bolt in instead of in place of the L on the volt so it looks like a big battery <laughs> you know so
1: um, yeah I'm now, actually looking at the data sheet right now one one other in Interesting data point, I guess, is average backup capability. They actually listed like in, in, in hours, like hours of use. I saw that, and yeah. so I guess that's what they're trying to size it for—is how many hours of use you want, and then that plus system says nine hours worth of storage. I mean, that's that's get you through an eeping,
0: right and there's certainly some assumptions there in terms of you know how they come up with sure 10-year uh, warranty. warranty yeah they were right there 10-year <laughs> warranty uh you know the devil's in the details of those warranties though right but i mean they have a lot of experience here's what's really valuable you know, a lot of companies are going to be sourcing their sales from companies like panasonic they know inherently that chemistry the capability of it and they're offering that warranty from themselves you know, directly they're not having to, yeah, know, one, one negative it i
1: got off of this though mm-hmm. One negative I got off, the, off of this is that it's um, NEMA one, which is indoor only. I remember he said that, yeah. So yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't hang it on your on your garage wall outside. Right, right.
0: And this this is a this is a point of variation. Some of these systems that we some of the. People in the companies we interviewed were outdoor-rated products, and some of them were indoor-rated products. And, uh, yeah. you know, so that's a, that's a, that's right there. If you don't have space inside of your home or if you don't want to have a, home, a battery inside your home, then maybe you're looking at a different product. So that's an example of how, you know, some of these products are appropriate for different people. So, Brian? Well, yeah.
2: like like it's conducive to, uh, say, a, a decision-making flowchart. you know? Are you going to store the panel outside or inside, right? Boom. Right. There, okay. Mm-hmm. These companies won't
0: work. These companies will work. There you go. There you go. We should make one of those. Let's do it. Sounds like a fun thing (laughs) for a Friday night. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that Panasonic, I want to learn more, you know, I want to see them, the systems deployed, I want to see how, um, how clean it is on the side of the, the the house, you know, one of the things that we see with all of the companies is they tend to just show the battery and the inverter. But we know the real world deployment of a lot of these technologies, I'm not speaking of Panasonic specifically, but is that there's a lot of electrical equipment on the side of the house. Uh, or in the garage or whether there's there's all kinds of things so there's conduit there's uh there's uh yeah there's dc connects there's there's disconnects there's you know you name it there's 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 uh sub panel boxes and it's and that that stuff does not like there was one guy walking around i forget who it was but at sbi but he had a picture It might have been the sun power guys right they had a picture of what it what a solar plus storage actual install looks like and he's carrying it and he's like you know this is what it's going to look like like a shock value kind of thing and he goes we're not going to look yeah. like that so i think you know wh- how much of the intelligence how much of it is, is being simplified and brought into this exact system here and how much needs to be kind of be add on is an important part part of the conversation too a lot of people have aesthetic you know concerns they don't want to see all that stuff
2: yeah i mean it definitely looks busy like if someone has one of those, they're like, what does, do? what does that do? What does that do? What does that do? What does that do? And you have all these boxes. They're like,
1: <laughs> There you
0: go. There you go. That's Panasonic, folks. So, uh, roughly four of about maybe, is it fourth? fourth or fifth show from SBI? And we've got another three or four coming. Uh, we are spoiled for choice these days, gentlemen. A lot of uh, solar plus storage. Uh, uh, options out there. I know that Enphase, and we've covered Enphase earlier, and I, and I, I want to bring this up because Enphase is just about to launch their product. They've been pushing out some of the installer information, some of the actual specs are out there. The, and I was looking at it today, so all of this uh, technology is right right here with us now. It's being launched as we speak, so uh, you know, stay tuned to the Solar Coaster to learn more about it. Uh, hey, folks, this has been the Solar Coaster, sponsored by Sundrum Solar, Pantech Design, LG Chem, oh, also Fairwind's Wealth Management. Thank you, Brian, and uh, it a great show. Have a wonderful weekend and Aloha Friday. Aloha.